Good morning, Connection family. This is Pastor Tim. I'm here with my wife, Pastor D, and our, our brother here, Brother Shea. And we have a wonderful guest to um, enlighten us today on this podcast. Thank God for this opportunity. We have Bishop Jackson, Bishop Zemekia Jackson. Good afternoon, Bishop Jackson. God bless you, man of God. Awesome, awesome. I'm so happy. happy Good afternoon. morning, Bishop. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, how, you, how y'all doing? We are amazing. So glad to have you with us this morning. Amen, amen, amen. I'm glad to be here. Amen. amen. So we are, every we, we like to start with an icebreaker. Um, and this is not really an icebreaker. I'm, I'm going to ask you for a word of encouragement. You can, you, whatever title you want to choose, either to our government, to our surrounding area, or, or, or even even our audience. What what word of encouragement would you offer our people today? I, I want to remind everyone that God has everything in control. Um, I think that sometimes we get caught up in the fanfare or the propaganda. Yeah. I'm a, I, I did a stint in media and as a result of this being a media expert, we created frenzies to drive markets. Companies hired us and said, okay, we need you to, 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 to make people want to buy certain products or create certain, and that's what we did. And I think that sometimes we get caught up into, even politically, um, we're caught into the frenzy and not saying that we shouldn't be a part of the democratic process as a part of the republic. But it is important that we are to understand that God has it all in control, Amen. that the heart of the king is in the hand of God. Amen. And sometimes we get so caught up into what we're experiencing or things that are going around. It's almost like we have no hope, Amen. as though God is not faithful, that he's still not a miracle worker. Right. That it that that now I'm concerned everyone has a specific party, whether you're independent, whether you're Republican, Democrat or many of the other 15 parties that I found out that are out there yes. right. may be a part of a part, part of those. And, 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 and you can start thinking that the, that, that if your party didn't win or the part candidate or the Senator or the represent congressional leader that you wanted to be in is not in that hope is gone. We have this assurance that Amen. God has it all in control. Amen. One yes, of the beautiful does. young people at, at our youth service, she's preparing a message for today, and she talked about Nebuchadnezzar, and, and, and she's preparing for that, and, and how that they said they would not bow, right. that uh, King, we're not so careful to answer you in that, in that frame, because our God is able to deliver us, and right. we're going to stand. And so I want to encourage people to stand with integrity and righteousness and and and, and believe in biblical principles despite Amen. everything else that's going on. Amen. 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 And I want to add, I want to add to that. And I, we we said this in our last. My wife reminded us, but I want us to also pay attention to our surroundings. We're we're wearing masks, no matter what's going on. We want to protect ourselves. We want to protect our families. We want to tech, protect people, everybody. And so we understand what's happening with this pandemic. And we see, and, and, and what really made it visible for me is when I started losing people close to me. So I wanted to, I, I wanted to make sure people are reminded, let's pay attention to our surroundings. And it's okay to wear a mask. It don't mean that you're not cool if you don't wear one, but I'm asking you to be cool and wear one. 
So that's just my my take on <laughs> what's going on. Pastor, do you have anything to say? Well, I agree with you hundred. I agree with you hundred percent. That's up. Awesome, awesome. All right. So, what I want to do is get into the the subject of the message. So, the subject of the message was we were talking uh, about now miracles. Um, we came from John eleven uh, thirty eight verse where. Uh, and we're looking for what, what what we're expecting is a now miracle in today and that time we know Mary and, and, and Martha at the time their brother had died and what what became a now miracle for them during that message time is they did not have the faith even though they had, they 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 had been they they'd heard God they heard Jesus talk to them about faith but they did not necessarily have faith. So Jesus waited four days before he came back. When he came back, um, he said, take me to Lazarus. And, and they were they were skeptical. But he says, I, I, I didn't ask you to be skeptical. I asked you to have faith. He says, take me to the tomb. And he says, open up the tomb. And he just said, Lazarus, come forth. Um, my, what, what is your take on, what, what, what is your take on that scripture? And what, what, what relative relative points do you have concerning that passage? Well, one of the things that gets me, if you allow me to go progressively back before we get to the point of confronting Mary and Martha and their experience, I would go back to the fact when Jesus says to them that this is not unto death, Amen. Right. but it seems as though he dies. And so one of the challenges is I oftentimes give the illustration that God speaks in finality when we're speaking in interim. We live in the interim, and but we define our interim experiences like they're the finality of our life. Wow. We believe that what we're going through is the end of our life. Right. When God is when He speaks to us about our destiny, yes. He speaks about yeah. the end of the matter when we're dealing with the beginning. And, and, and don't get me wrong, the beginning does seem, um, seem can be a precipice of great proportion of frustration. Yes, but the end. need for faith and confidence in him is needed in the midst of all kinds of uh, tragedy. I mean, I'm a benefactor of that very same thing. Amen. You know, um, as I laid uh, on the floor, uh, uh I died on the floor, and uh, I began to, you know, ask myself, while floating to this white light, what's going on? Um, You know, I I, I did not know what had happened to me. And I asked this this figure that was beside me while floating, wasn't walking, floating to the light, what's going on? I said, am I dying? And they said, yes. And I remember saying the word of the Lord that I knew. I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. And at that moment, when I said that, my body stopped. I said it again, and my body, I came back into consciousness. Um, And I'm alive today because of it. I bled on the brain for over six days. Um, And so had a brain aneurysm. Um, Actually went to the hospital. Um, after having a brain aneurysm and was able to walk in and they um, they told me that they, they never did a neurological check. They told me that I, 
you know, my potassium level was off. Right. My blood pressure was looking good, everything, and not knowing that I was uh, a dead man walking, literally, oh, um, coming to that point. Jesus. But the Lord, uh, and even when I went through the procedure, uh, you know, they um, they quickly, when they realized it, they quickly rushed me into emergency surgery. And, um, you know, one of the questions that was asked of me, my wife said to me as they were getting ready to roll me out, they asked, she said, well, baby, what do you want me to do? I said, I want you to call for the saints. We have a strong intercessory ministry Amen. prayer. And I believe Amen. the same God that raised me off the ground, um, that raised me off the ground is the same God Amen. that's got me now. Amen. So, I mean, to, to fear and to become melancholy and to, to lose comfort. No, I will not. I'll trust him for he's faithful. And he, and he brought me through that surgery. I know that, the surgeon told me, you know, you know, there's a chance I couldn't walk, neurological damage, because, you know, they're operating on my brain. And, you know, wow. they shared with me all of the adverse conditions. Yes. But I had a verse of Scripture, and he shall deliver me. Yes. And all yes. things yes. work Amen. together for the yes. good of them that Amen. are in Christ Amen. Jesus that are called. Hallelujah. And so Amen. I have an all things in me, despite the things right. I'm seeing. Yeah. And so that that resonated. I went through the surgery. And, um, you know, uh, they took the, uh, when they went in, they found that my uh, lung had been part of my lung. I only had, I have been preaching with part of lung capacity Jesus. and they were a little worried and they, they, they popped a mucus and my entire lung capacity began to open up, you know, cause they were like, okay, we got to operate, but his lungs not working. Um, he's only got partial use of his lung. That opened up, wow. um, and that was miracle one. Yes. Wow. And then Amen, they continued God. to go in and work. And, and, and l l listen, um, I got out of the surgery. They took me off the ventilator. Somebody that their lung wasn't right. working, Amen, they took off the ventilator but, immediately wow. afterwards. I began to breathe on my own um, with no complications. Um, I had breathing t feeding tubes and all kind of things. And when I came in conscious the next morning, I told him, I said, I, can you get this stuff out of me? They said, well, no, no, sir, you, 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 you just had a major surgery. Wow. I said, well, I want, I, I want it gone. What do I have to do? They said, well, we need to be able to see that you can, you know, have a bowel movement, see that you can urinate, see that you can get up and, you know, you, know, you have to be able to walk. I said, well, give me all of those three, two things, the pan, the what you call it that you need. And um, they said, well, you can't walk after this major surgery. I said, you said that this feeding tube and all of this stuff comes out of me if I, I'm able to walk. I said, they said, well, you bread on the part of your brain. I said, well, I hear what you said, but I know what the word of God said. Hallelujah. Now, I didn't have faith to walk around the hospital, but I had faith enough to get to that chair That's that right. was beside that bed. <laughs> and I operated in the faith that was, and the doctor was shocked. He asked me what made him feel comfortable to do it. He asked me, he said, well, how's your strength level? And he said, pull me towards him. And I almost yanked him in the bed because, <laughs> uh, and, and so they asked me who the president was. Consciousness, cognitive astuteness was returning. My vocabulary was that it was astute and, and uh, it was working and my mind capacity to remember short-term, long-term. Right. Yes, and the, the, the miracle of it is it was a road of recovery. They said I would be there for 
a minimum of 21 days. I was there only 14 days. Wow. I was labeled, able to get up out of that bed and I began to walk. And when the therapist mm. came, yes. I was ready to go um, with them. I said, we got to get this therapy over because I got to call baby. I got to call my wife and um, she's coming to see me. So I would be ready to sit up in the chair because oh, my wife was goodness. on the way coming. And I would uh, start walking around the whole floor praying for other people while there and yes, uh, yes. and uh, so it was the miracle of restoration now recovery was difficult right. afterwards I got out and I experienced a major depression right. um, and that happens me as a clinical psychologist I knew but I thought I was exempt from it uh, right. I went through a major depression but listen to me what I what would happen is God would deliver me from that it was hard I got back I couldn't with the first Sunday I was able to get back. I just wanted to come to church. I got out on Friday evening. I Saturday I was up all getting my hair cut. Mm-hmm. I was trying to, you know, well, not cut it. It had already been out. <laughs> I ain't been scapped. <laughs> so, uh, you know, trying to get my little stuff up. I said, well, at least they can tape me up, even though I got scappages and right, you know, all right, kind of things. Right. But you know, so we went through that process and um, God was faithful, and we got there, and I, I stood that. Church that Sunday to declare the victory of God, I was weak and could barely walk up the steps and I held on to the podium for strength. Um, and it would, and I was able to share, but it would be frustrating because over the next few weeks, um, you know, when I opened my mouth, my brain, my head would hurt. Right. And they told me I would be taking pills probably for the rest of my life. And I was like, no, I mean, I'm believing God for divine healing. Yes. And, uh, I'm, and, and, and I am, I am now walking. I'm back sharing. Um, I'm walking in the manifestation. And there are so many pertinent issues that may have to matriculate and work out and some things that, but, but what I can say to you that I'm a benefactor of the grace of God and God wants to operate in us now. If you will supply to him faith, I've always taught the saints that faith is kingdom currency. You know, cash is how we spend, how we buy stuff in the natural world. Faith is your currency and within the spirit realm in which you obtain things by this, the elders obtain a good report. Um, I believe in the faith of God that will paralyze the hand of the enemy and cause things to happen in your life. Amen. Amen. Now that is what we call a now miracle. And then you, you progressed it right into my message today to the people to claim your miracle. When God has already blessed you, you got to obtain it. You got to take it in your hand and you have to acknowledge it. One of the issues that a lot of people have, but it's amazing. Your whole testimony talks about you're getting the miracle, but at the same time, you claimed it. You said that the first miracle, um, I claimed the first miracle, sir, was when you walked into the hospital. And I would, and had to blame the brain. That to me, that was the first miracle. The doctor should have recognized that as being the first miracle. You shouldn't have been walking. You should have been on a stretcher. But because God had already started His now miracle, He let you walk into the hospital. Yeah. He, okay. He, he needed them to finish it. Exactly. Y'all go ahead. And then Hallelujah. you you gave them, uh, and and doctors like to lean on their education, and 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 lean away from the faith a part of their education and there's faith in even their education but you had to help them with the faith because you, you told them you said how what do I need to do 
to get all of these things out of me. <laughs> I love that. Well, you know, my doctor, my doctor, who is one of the 12 uh, esteemed doctors for doing this procedure at Mayo, and I'm very honored, um, out of, he's in the top uh, 10 or 12 percentile. Um, and I, one of the things that he looked at me, he said to me, you are a miracle. 40% of the people never make it to see me. They're yeah. dead. The other 60 are paralyzed or have some debilitating issue for the rest of their life. So I am that now miracle. Amen. Uh, Glory to your name, Jesus. I learned that if you will decree and declare a thing, Amen. Yes. God will make it happen. Amen. 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 And that is the word. That's the word. That's the whole word. Decree and declare. Amen. Amen. So Hallelujah. I I want to go ahead. No, I just wanted to you know right now what God has has been giving me in the midst of um, today's service and last week and I right now is just be still. He gave me Psalms forty six. You just be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. It, it's just it, slow down. Stop. We've Amen. been preaching for weeks. Just let God be God. So I wanted to ask the, the 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 one more question. Why? And this is a now miracle. But why do we not as not do we not see as many now miracles as we read in the Bible? I think we fail to place a demand on. The, on God because we don't believe in the necessity. You know, when you got a bottle of Tylenol that you can take, you don't need God to do it. Right. Um, you, you you really start, I think the, the the fact that our medical science has improved has been one of the greatest liabilities to us. Right. I mean, we've got everything to turn to now rather than God. And so as a result of that, we are so carnal. And to be carnal about it is to be dead. It could be spiritually minded is life. And I think why we're not seeing is because we're, we, we wait till we're in dire straits mm -hmm. to operate a faith that we've never used. Wow. Um, you know, we're not exercising. I teach people that even though it's currency, it's a faith muscle, but, but you gotta, you, you stewardship concerning the currency that you got. You gotta know when to buy it, when to use it. You've got to harness it. You've got to develop it. And I think that many times it is really an issue of faith. We we have this thing called belief, but not strong faith. And, right. and this, this is evident. I, I watch a timeline on someone online, and I was talking to some saints yesterday, and I said, you know, I'll see uh, saints that curse and say all kind of negative things right. in one tone, and then the next tone they say, I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> the confidence in God, I mean, it's, it's bipolar saints, and their faith is Amen. almost bipolar as well. I know it. It Amen. turns up. And that's, I believe those are affecting, you know, factors that are affecting it. But they take that same um that same power they doing all kind of stuff and then they turn their judgment on you and if they see you doing anything that's not presentable not acceptable and then they will acknowledge you hey why are you doing that pastor why are you doing this well you didn't think about when you were doing it but then you don't you you just you you're always going to ask the question why am i not getting my miracle why am i not seeing that that well are you living the life of faith are you living your faith are you living your testimony and and I just believe you also have to live your testimony. 
If you say, I believe that God can handle everything, that means that you're, you're giving him everything. If you believe that God can heal you right now, that means you're giving him those things that he can heal. You're not holding them and say, well, I, I'll, I'll give it to you when I'm ready to give it to you. Is if it you, that we're not seeing miracles or we just don't know what a miracle is? Well, that's a question. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's defining because whether God used a doctor or whether it's, it's a miracle. It is a miracle. So if is, are we claiming it? Are we saying it's a miracle or are we just giving all the credit to the doctor? Yeah, which brings me to the question I wanted to ask the bishop. Um, were there situations when you heard reports from the doctor for instance, if he said, oh, you're probably never going to be able to walk, um, were there situations where you there was some kind of doubt in your mind? And if there was, how did you apply faith or the scriptures to that? Well, I, I, I don't want to sound like a super saint, um, um, but after 30-some years of walking with the Lord in ministry, I've been at the side of many people that have been at the point of death. Um, and if I had not have died on that floor and got up, I honestly believe that I probably would have been in fear. Wow. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. But because he quickened me, mm. Abba, because he quickened me then, mm. it assured me he had a plan. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And and, and and so I think what helps you is to know that God has a plan for for your life and that this was not the end of it. Um, I, it was a unique situation. I honestly was not, you know, faith lessons, believing God for parking lots, parking spaces at the mall, believing him <laughs> to pay bills. <laughs> I mean, operating in your faith. By the time it was time to lift, the muscle had already been built. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it re you know, so I tell people why I probably had this resilience wasn't because I was so great. It's because I had already been operating. This wasn't, no, this wasn't new. Right. Uh, and that's why I tell people, believe God for the small things and everything, that when you ever need to believe him for something major, he's faithful to do it. Amen. 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 I, I, I still agree with that. I had my own scenario when um, we got pregnant with our youngest and um, because it was a tumultuous pregnancy, the doctor wanted me to terminate. And I, it took years I hadn't had, and I'm like, if God wanted me to terminate, he wouldn't have put it there. Amen. So I believe God at that point where we both are going to live. You telling me I got to terminate for me to live. No, I I know God is gonna, and we're both here. And she's twenty two, <laughs> and all of that. I'm thinking, what if I would have <laughs> did what the doctor had said? Exactly. And I had my faith to believe that God was. Whose take care report of will you believe? Amen. <laughs> Amen. We shall believe the report of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. And my testimony, I got to throw mine in there because I was born with congenital cataracts. I was from a baby. Um, my parents made sure I knew that I would never drive a car, that I would never be able to see to drive a car. And I, I, my, for some reason, that young faith that I had made me believe that God was going to heal me. 
I stood in every prayer line that you can imagine. I stood and I said, pray for me. Pray for God. And I remember that the preacher prayed for me. He says, God is going to heal you. He's not going to heal you today. But he told me that he's going to heal you. I got 19 years old. I went to the doctor and decided to, to get the money that they were going to give to me for a disability. And the doctor said to me, he says, I know a doctor that will operate on your eyes and get your vision to where you can drive. And I thank God for the healing. And I have, I drive now, thank God. And I have, after the surgery, um, I came back to the doctor and my vision was 2030. And now I've been driving for that many years. <laughs> God is amazing. He, he is, is a healer. He definitely, if you stand on his word, he will do exactly what he said he would do. Uh, and we just thank God for Bishop this morning, his testimony. And like I say, he's not new to it. So if you be can believe God for the little things, right. then why can't you believe him for the big things? Because right. nothing is too hard for God. That's right. So Amen. your faith your your muscle is being built for the parking lot space lord give me a space yes. <laughs> you're building up to those things and i just thank god this morning for bishop uh being here with us um we're going to pray out pastor um so that we we're going to get him back at a later time but we, we bishop jackson is at the hospital church he's the pastor of the hospital church and we thank god for him his miracle his his ministry amen. uh awesome man of god yes he is and you guys um should catch him where is how do we reach bishop the bishop hospital website hospitalchurch.com hospitalchurch.com i think it is i don't it will be on on the show on, notes on the episode notes okay episode notes. all right so we'll have it on episode notes and we'll try to get him back at a later date to finish because he he's, has a lot of work he likes that he's been in in this game a long time and he's mm -hmm. definitely the faith and his word is strong and we just love him this morning all righty so hey we thank god for everyone who listened to us this is this afternoon the podcast and this is episode number five this is five, yes. Number five, five. Yes. amen, amen, yeah. amen. <laughs> if there's a topic or a subject that you guys want to hear, send us a note and we'll see if we can add it into our next couple of broadcasts. Absolutely. All right. Amen. And, bow your heads. Father, we thank you for, again, this opportunity, God, podcast, an avenue to touch people, God, wherever they are, God, to talk about things that would touch our world or bless our faith, God. We ask you to to let this be an instrument of worship, God, to everyone that will be a part. God, we ask you to spread this broadcast around the world. Let everybody hear your glory and hear your miracles and what we consider what a now miracle. We pray that blessing upon everyone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We, we just uh, thank everybody for listening today. Please stay connected with us on Facebook at Connections 3 and one and at our website at www.connections301.com. Remember to always stay connected. And protected. And protected. Amen. Amen.